Welcome everyone to Curtain Jerks right here on the Comedy Podcast Network. I'm Scott Narver. And I'm Steve Sears. We are comedians living in Hollywood bringing you the fun and funny of wrestling each and every week free to your ears. And this episode is sponsored by Pro Wrestling Loot. Go to ProWrestlingLoot.com and use the promo code SCOTT to get 10% off your first crate. I know everybody likes stuff. Everybody likes things. George Carlin talked about stuff. That's all you want. Stuff. More stuff. You get a house to put your stuff in. And if there's a crate, what do you want more in life if you're drowning in the ocean but a crate next to you that floats? Right. That's what uh, Leonardo DiCaprio needed. He needed a crate. No, not a door. It's too cold. Yeah, that door opens and shuts. Look, uh, ladies and gentlemen, you've got a work week, okay? And that work week is the ocean. And -hmm. you're drowning in it, okay? You need something that's going to change your life. And that's a wrestling box, a crate that you can climb onto, open up, take out some sweet wrestling treats, a nice shirt to dry yourself off, and then you've got a crate to sit in. Yeah, you might be able to survive a Titanic-sized shipwreck with your wrestle crate. It may come with everything that you need to survive. I know the one that I got, I think I'd survive. It came with a towel, Mm -hmm. so that came with that Mr. Perfect towel, so I could towel myself off quite easily from all the salt water. Yeah, look, if you're in steerage class, they're not going to be giving you a a diddly squat, all right? No. It's the biggest ship in the world. Yeah, and and they came with the Roddy Piper bubblegum soda, so I can survive off that. You die of thirst sooner than anything else. Don't drink the salt water. You drink salt water, you're going to die faster than the the seagulls picking out your eyeballs while you're still alive. Came with the Roddy Piper t-shirt, so that's a nice change of shirt. So yep. I can keep warm. And then it also came with a DVD, which when you're bored stranded on an island, what do you want? You pick your DVD. It comes in the crate. Guys, raise the Titanic. Get the wrestling loot crate. Code, uh, code name Scott. <laughs> code name? <laughs> Promo code. Yeah, code name. S-C-O-T-T. You save 10% off your first crate. You help out Pro Wrestling Loot Crate. Uh, you help out yourself by getting a crate. You help out this show. It's all cyclical. And it's the holidays. When you don't know what to get anybody else, you're like, yeah, they're a wrestling fan. They got replica belts. I don't want to spend that much money on my friend. I want to get them something weird and a surprise. Boom. It's yeah. all a surprise. You never know what's going to come in the crate. And well, even if somebody who doesn't like wrestling, they a person who doesn't like wrestling is just someone who doesn't know that they like wrestling yet. Exactly. Your girlfriend or wife-to-be would love nothing more than pro wrestling loot. Mom, dad, your younger brother, your cat. Everybody likes wrestling. What you do is you pull the Simpsons green bowling ball Homer trick. Mm -hmm. You know, you get the gift that you secretly want, but you give it to somebody else and they go, I don't want this. You like wrestling. Yeah, you're right. I do. Thanks. Uh, uh, uh. Boom. You got yourself a gift. Boom. Monthly subscription comes right to your door. You don't have to work hard. You just sign up going to ProWrestlingLoot.com. Promo code SCOTT. Steve, so much has happened in wrestling. We're all building up towards the Survivor Series to crown a new WWE World Heavyweight Champion. I'll say, I think everybody's cardio is going to be shot after Turkey Day. Oh, that's true. Mm -hmm. So it's a good thing Survivor Series is happening now, and then our new champion is going to be a tubby. Yeah, yeah. Once Raw rolls around, people are going to be uncomfortable. All that starch clogging their joints. Yeah, that's true. That's uh, that's was away. I hadn't thought about that. Yeah, that's 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 the stuff I think about. I think about wrestling. I think about peak physical conditioning, and then I think about the counteracting the conflict with deep, delicious Thanksgiving. Do you have plans for Thanksgiving? No, none, none, zero. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry, buddy. <laughs> no, I don't celebrate a lot of holidays. 
Yeah. Wait, what? Yeah. I've... Do you really not? No. Well, I know I've mentioned this before. You, you've talked about you wanted to spend a Christmas in Vietnam before. Yeah. The December, like the December period of December 25th. But I mean, Christmas, Thanksgiving, they're all interchangeable to me. Really? Yeah. But you're not a joyless guy, so listener, don't be confused there. Where it's it's not like well, I hate them all; they're dumb. No, no, I think it's great. I think if people come together and they have joy in their life, that's great. For me, every day's a holiday, Scott. <laughs> no, that's not true. My holiday <laughs> is Friday and Saturday night. Like I genuinely, to me, that feels like a holiday. Okay. Yeah. So what about what about uh what about Easter? Does it do uh, anything for you? No. Halloween. Halloween is my favorite. Okay. But that's not just Halloween. It's all of October for me is special because then it's like, let's watch horror films and go out at night and it's still warm, but it might be cold. Like Halloween is a very special time. Okay. But Halloween itself, the night, doesn't do anything for me. All of October, however, has a very cool Halloween-esque feel to it. But Thanksgiving gorging? That doesn't... That doesn't uh... I mean, it's fun. Honestly, I, it's not the the day. It's the, the food and who you're spending your time with. Right. It's like... Who are you spending your time with? Hopefully my wife. <laughs> She's like, no, I got plans. Fuck off. <laughs> no, I'm celebrating Thanksgiving, you weirdo. <laughs> Go watch your wrestling, you piece of shit. If it only... Have fun with your pro wrestling loot. If only Survivor Series was on Thanksgiving this year. I know they don't do that anymore. Why don't they put these people to work on Thanksgiving? It's very kind of them to change it. I don't like it. Yeah, Scott, you, Scott prefers a holiday through and through. You deliver me. I want a parade. I want a wrestling pay-per-view. And then after I've eaten too much, I want to go to the movies and watch an inappropriate movie that came out on Thanksgiving. Yeah. I mean, football still happens on Thanksgiving. Uh, Cowboys, right? Every year? Sure. I believe it's always the Cowboys. Okay. Well, you know, it's only fair that we get options. I'm sh- My family will watch football and enjoy football. Oh, you mean like Lucha Underground and, and like a Lucha special and then maybe a Destination America like presents? Yeah. Exactly. Give me the option of something else. Let me watch some wrestling on that day. Sure, there's a network with thousands upon thousands of hours to no, watch no, things. No, no, no. Program something for me. New. I want new and not that show with uh, Corey Graves. I'll never watch it. Oh, Corey Graves eats a sandwich in a city? Yeah. That's what I just assumed it is. Corey Graves reminds you that he's not CM Punk. Yeah. And you're forever bummed out. This is the best insert local soup I've had in this city <laughs> ever. God, I will not watch that show. I don't... They could they could tell me that CM Punk is on the show berating him the entire time, and I'll be like, nah, they probably skew it in some way and just make it totally unfun. Well, I'm wondering how often he's either like smoking a doobie or like a cool like menthol, and they're like, Corey, you're on now, and he's like, oh, uh, uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's that's not a show I watch. Wait, which shows do you watch? I watch Table for Three. I like that show. Oh, on Although the network, it, it slipped quite a bit as of late. Uh. Any pay-per-view I've missed, I try to catch up on. Not out of the ocean of pay-per-views. Right. But um, what about the other programs that they make? Like I Unfiltered rare- with Renee Young? <laughs> Sounds nice. Uh, I haven't gotten too much into the original programming. Legends I, with JBL? That is, I did watch that once or twice, and I really enjoyed it. What did you watch once or twice? I had the guy with the really long hair, but he's bald on top, and he's always wearing a blazer. But he always looks like he's wearing jeans or board shorts the hell are you talking about like, blonde hair um steve i don't think you realize michael that I have... is it michael psa's no legends? we didn't talk to michael psa's on legends no but he was TV. never on legends it's been like three episodes you said it... jbl i thought you said jim ross 
No, JBL. What was the Legends Roundtable? The Legends Roundtable, yes. That was the like yes. he just like they had to put PSAs. He was like someone's younger brother. They had to put him on the Legends. Yes, he table. was he was yeah. on every single one of those. But Legends with JBL, it's a newer series where he does a full sit down interview. I have not seen it. What did he, there was one recently where it was him, Triple H and Stone Cold and uh HBK. It's for Undertaker uh is old week or well, so what I love it. about that, like I remember reading about that was no Undertaker four guys talking about the undertaker exactly which sounds like every podcast ever made of all time about wrestling yes that's like how many people you got in your podcast oh we got six people we do it over skype i'm in my basement audio quality is not so good well but do you talk about the undertaker every week <laughs> every week and he's not gonna come on the show I, so i was thinking about that with the undertaker do you think he's ever going to write a book or like have like a serious interview one day where it's just all comes clean like oh like charlie rose gets him and a sit down yeah you ever think he's gonna do that or do you think he's always gonna play the sort of carny code kind of like nope what you saw is what you got well there's plenty of times when he was biker taker that he did sit down and talk and i remember like in the empty arena or something like that it was, it was super uh intimidating he would do stuff then and um uh, on a couple of dvds recently i think for austin and triple h that he did some you saw snippets of Undertaker, and it was a big, like, oh, Undertaker speaks out. But, he, you know, he says all the stuff that you would normally expect a guy that's been wrestling for a long time. Like, yeah, you know, he was shit in the beginning, and now he's really good. Was he in character? As much as well, one can be when you're that, I guess. Yeah. He's just, he was covered. Uh, he has, like, a, a beanie on and a, a high neck sweatshirt. That, so wasn't a sweatshirt. that was his neck. He's got a very broad neck. You see Mark Calloway face. Yeah. It's like RoboCop's face when you know it's just put onto a machine. Like, they cut it off. And he lifts and his helmet up it. just enough so you get to see his eyebrows. Maybe his eyebrows. But it looks attached to to uh, the dead man's face. Yeah, to it's his, all expressive. To his, his knockout, tap-out gear. Exactly. Yeah. So, you watch nothing on the network. Yeah. You should watch Table for Three. I want to. I've been, I see clips now and then that I always like the look of. I think you would have interesting gripes about that show that would be very food centric it would probably be the fact that they're like <laughs> like those guys are gonna eat potatoes <laughs> or like show me the menu what are their options yeah i'd be interested in that but or they cut they don't do any of that they don't talk about the food at all it sucks or, or smashing the waiter through the table oh that'd be good or what are they gonna tip them yeah or them yeah them arguing about the tip <laughs> yeah it's turned into a very studio produced show now where you don't feel like they're in a restaurant every t in a new restaurant. It's just they've made a set somewhere and they bring them food. I mean, honestly, I'd love to see that show with them at catering or something in WWE. Like, it doesn't have to be flashy. <laughs> I mean, I mean, if it's good and fun for the guys doing it, that's awesome. But like a lot by the vending machine. Yeah, I think that'd be something. Not the vending machine, but like if they classed up them eating catering, I think would be very. <laughs> I'd really like that a lot. Plastic silver, like. Can't cut through this yeah, beef. Just breaking every knife and fork. Well, one of the things that everybody talks about in the episode that Dean Ambrose is in, uh, he has no knife. Like, the big theory is they won't give him a knife. Really? Yeah, because he's crazy. Was he eating a steak with his hands? Yes. And then he ate his hands. Oh, that's crazy. That's super crazy. That's... Oh, psychosis. <laughs> I'm sorry. He was the waiter. <laughs> Yeah, the Mexicools were the waiters and busboys. Oh, that's a shame. I, I would watch a dinner for three if it was the Mexicools talking to each other in Spanish. <laughs> Just <laughs> oh rapid fire. That'd be the best. A tamo? 
I feel like we should put together the people that should sit in those discussions. Like oh. we should pick the table for three people. Okay. Uh Sylvan Grenier. Uh, yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> and the Dudley Boys. And the Dudley Boys. Look out, Sylvan. <laughs> Uh, but there's other news. There's something big that happened this week that everybody's always saying it's the final nail in the coffin. We're talking dead man. Uh, that for TNA, they got a new TV deal. God, good for them, man. That moving on up, right, Scott? You know, I've been looking forward to this day for a while that, uh, uh, TNA wrestling finally makes its triumphant return to just like major broadcasting. I'm really happy to hear this, Scott. I think this is wonderful. They're on TV. Yeah, that's a big deal, guys. That's 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 how you get famous. It true. It's it's how you get viewers. It's not a major network though, Steve. Oh, looks like we're talking pay cable, huh? Yeah, I think so. I hope so. I'm not sure though. It's Pop TV. Ooh, what? <laughs> uh the um I don't know. I don't know much about. How do you make a lateral move from Destination America to like? I assume it's like football, Steve. You do the lateral pass. Well, expect it. A little history for you, Scott. Pop TV used to be the TV Guy channel, which used to be in our heyday growing up. Which is strange. Our heyday being us being thirteen, fourteen. Right. Was the preview channel? Yeah, the channel where at midnight it turned fuzzy and you could possibly make out hardcore pornography well also the channel you would go to that channel to see what was on on all the other channels yeah so literally the channel telling you not to watch it well you would go there because there was an info little icon showing up like here's what you're watching here's a guide of what's coming Mm -hmm. up there was a channel dedicated to that so you go and it's slow and you watch ads and there'd be ads for movies and products and stuff and it slowly crawl through and you're going like, yeah, yeah, but what's on Comedy Central? What's on Comedy... Fuck, I tuned in right when it was at Channel 62 and it's on Channel 60. I got to wait for the whole thing to scroll all the way up and around. Yeah. And you would watch and then you'd plan out, ooh, that comes on in an hour. So I'll watch this for a and while. And then I'll know at the I'll end see. of this block rectangle, I go to that channel. Yeah, we could have done so many other things with that, that time saved that kids now are just wasting away. Yeah. Yeah, these kids are lightning fast these days. I think it's, I mean, maybe it's a good move. Uh, Preview Channel was informative. TV Guide was informative. They had some of their own programming. And now I don't think they tell anybody what's on. (laughs) No. Now they'll tell them that TNA Wrestling's on, which may not be a good thing. Yeah, I mean, honestly, I'm excited. I mean, look, Scott, I can tell you this. I'm excited if TNA is going to show up anywhere. Right. Ding dong, the witch is dead. Witch or witch, the bitch or bitch. Uh, Serge Carter, what are you doing here? I'm celebrating. You now, uh, but your husband of Dixie Carter, Serge Carter, is just coming to the studio. Uh, I hope this has something to do with TNA's recent move to the. That's park. right, TNA's move to the toilet. That's uh, right. I got a memo today that they're going to the toilet. Poop TV. I know that's code for. They're getting flushed. It's all over. I believe it's actually Pop TV, Mr. Carter. What's that? Pop TV. Poop TV. Pop TV. I have a I have a note here. Let me just give oh, me your hand. Sorry. Let me just put so, this in your hand here. I'm sorry. Is this a cocktail napkin that was used as a sheet for a fax machine? That's right. All right. Let's oh, see you got we... stuff soft hands. Thank Let me you. Just, oh, your your forearms are nice and tight. Oh yeah. Well, I mean, I'm just, I'm a little tense. Tickle tickle. <laughs> Mr. Carter. Please. Oh, you flex. You flex when you get oh, all tickly. Uh, please. Uh, now, looking over this, 
Poop TV. I believe that is a... TNA is Poop TV. Well, it, yeah, honestly, this fax that you have does, in fact, say that TNA is moving to Poop TV. So there you go. They're getting flushed down the drain. I don't have to spend any more money on that show. Do I have to spend any more money on the pyrotechnics? I was under the understanding that you enjoyed TNA Wrestling, Mr. Carter. I think it was okay for a little while, but I'm so confused by that tournament, I can't keep my head straight. Yeah, uh, who's in the lead right now? I, uh, whoever has 69 points, I'll tell you that. <laughs> oh, Mr. Carter. Uh, now... I, if you could, if here you, you go. Here's a little napkin right here. Oh, thank you. Just read that. You have 69 points with me. Oh wow! I will. I guess I'll cash me in. <laughs> well, I'll hold on to ding, this. Ding, ding, ding! You <laughs> want to be champion? I'll hold on to this. Thank you, Mister. Cash Carter. it in right now, uh, Mister Carter. Thank you very much. Now, how many? Like, do you feel like maybe this giant tournament that TNA is doing is perhaps tournament? Uh, oh, well, if it was Poop TV, that'd be appropriate, Yeah, it? it'd be turd-dement. How could you really want to leave TNA and think that it's going down the tube when you've got such great programming strategy coming up? TNA has always disgusted me. When I look at those three letters, TNA, there is nothing more disgusting than that. What does that represent to you? It represents to me something that just turns my stomach internally. I don't know what it is. Something about my chromosomes. When I look and I see TNA, I go, mm-mm-mm. Oh, I look from top to bottom and I just think about it. I go, I don't like that. I don't okay. like it. I, It's not a choice, but I think about it and I go, that's just not for me. I like raw. Okay. I like raw. So now... We're, and I like heat. Oh. And I like Velocity. Now, are you watching Sunday Night Heat or Velocity on uh, the WWE Network? Oh, who has the time? I've always got to compose songs for all these people that this Dixie keeps true. hiring. Oh, I've hired a wolf. Oh, I've hired an abyss. Oh, I've hired this thing and that thing. Write a song about him. It's like, all right, all right, another song about him. Just get away from me. Just don't touch me. Now, Serge, what do you tap into when you have to compose the music for these uh, these wrestlers? Hmm, what do I tap into? Do you mind if I sit on your lap while I think about this answer? Uh, I'd prefer that you didn't, but if it hey, really helped... Mm -mm. Okay, Mr. Carter. Mm -mm. Let me just turn around, because I feel like I should still be talking to you directly. Okay, all right. Let me just right. sit in your lap and... All right, okay. Turn around here, uh, just a normal... Uh, cowboy. Okay. Not a reverse. Just a normal cowboy. See it. Look at me. I'm a Mustang. Look at me. I'm a cowboy. Look, I'm a Mustang. I'm a cowboy. Oh, Mr. Carter. Now, what do you think about? What do you tap into when you're composing music for these wrestlers? Hmm. I just need to bounce up and down while I think about this. Oh, watch out. I might buck. <laughs> oh, I hope you do, because I'll stay on for eight seconds. Oh, wow. Yeah, that's right. One hand. One hand just on your belt. Oh, well. One hand go. on your belt. Oh, oh, here I go. Try and buck me off. Here I go. Buck me off. Here I buck go. Me off. Here I go. Buck me off. Here I go. Buck me off. Here I go. Oh. Oh, I'm tired. Uh, do you feel that the creative process takes it out of you, Mr. Carter? Oh, here. Just have some sandwich with me. I'm just... It'll get my energy back up. Where did... <laughs> What is bought a little baggie of sandwich. Yeah, what do you got? What, what is focaccia bread? This is soft. Yeah, it's focaccia bread. What do you smoked here, smoked gouda? Here, I'll feed some... you. You feed me. I'm, all right. Feed you. You feed me. Okay. Now, Mr. Um, Carter, um, you like I feel this is important to me when the music when it comes to music for the wrestlers. I feel mm -hmm. like it's really the first introduction for them for the night, let alone their entire careers. What is it that you tap into? Is it the name? Do you watch them perform in the ring? Oh, I just, I you know, I say I need pictures. Mm -hmm. That's what I need. Right. Is I need. Yeah. Oh. 
Um, I need uh, pictures. Okay. Mm -hmm. Get me in a studio with them. Uh Uh-huh. Don't let anybody else in. Don't let Dixie in here. Okay. And when it comes to the knockouts, someone else can take care of that. I don't want to care for it. But when it comes to the wrestlers, Mm -hmm. when it comes to the men, you get me in a studio with them, and I need to take pictures of all angles to understand them. Don't show me your costume. Don't show me that. Now, be sure to work up a big sweat so I understand what you are at your prime physique so I can write about that. Synesthesia, sort of seeing and hearing and hearing what you see. Yes. Mm -hmm. Smelling it, tasting it, tasting it, smelling it, tasting it. Okay. And seeing it. Okay. And that's what I like to go off of. That gives me a sense of who I'm dealing with and what kind of song I need to write about them. Now, do you feel like maybe that identity is kind of shifting for TNA, especially as they're moving from network to network? I feel like there's going to be creative demands wherever they go. Is there that shift creatively that they're going to have to deal with? Well, with Poop TV? Uh, one could assume. It's just going down the shitter. It's what I think. Really? Yeah. Hey, why don't you come to my cabin? for thanksgiving well i don't have any plans oh you don't have any plans well then you can't say no all right well you can't say no why don't you you write the address on this napkin i'm cashing in these 69 points i'm cashing it in for that all right (laughs) give me the address sorry just take it off my shirt here i'm cashing in your points i'm i'm cashing in i like the address (laughs) what do you what do you want to wrestle yeah we're cashing in wrestling yeah we're cashing in all right here we are we're having thanksgiving now i'm gonna pull that wishbone oh Oh, stop it that's that's still attached that's still attached (laughs) okay look if i have mashed potatoes i'm gonna i'm gonna get too stiff i mean my joints are gonna stiffen up fair enough all right but you're gonna be covered in gravy when i'm done with you (laughs) Thank you very much, Mr. Carter, for joining I'll us. see you at my cabin on Thanksgiving. All right. Thank you very much. I didn't get invited. Oh, well, do you have Thanksgiving plans? Well, yeah, but it's nice to be asked, you know? I've been thinking about that a lot lately. Even when you know someone can't attend something, it is so important to at least invite them. Yeah, or And go, it's not like a, oh my god, I hope they don't come. If you just invite them because you want them to be there, letting someone know that you want them to be there, even, yes. even if they can't. It makes a world of difference. It makes a huge world of difference. Sometimes you just got to say what it is. Um, Steve, I had an invite to go to Lucha Underground uh, during Rosecca's Toast. Uh huh. But I turned it down. I didn't even go. But I thought if I'm going to go, I'm going to bring Steve. Oh. But I didn't even I go. thought you were going to say that you went and you <laughs> wanted to invite me now. No, I wanted to still let you know. But it's like, oh, I'm going to pass on an invitation to something I can't attend. And that doesn't necessarily mean that you get to go. And it didn't turn on any. I didn't go to anything. I was too uh, sick. Do you want to go to the PWG show? I think it's December 11th, December 12th. <gasps> the Speakeasy of Wrestling PWG? Yeah. Tickets went on sale tonight. Really? Yeah, I was going to buy some, but I forgot. But I'm still gone. Going. No, it, they started, it went on at 8. That's the thing about the show that I always hear, is that tickets... You have to know on the night, and then they're gone. I owe you for Hell in a Cell. Do you want me? To, I'm gonna try. Yeah, to you do. It. I'm gonna try to pick up tickets for this, and then I'll cover. Uh, I'm gonna assume snacks, food <laughs> afterwards, and food before, and I think that'll uh, that'll cover us for Hell in a Cell if I get us PWG tickets, right? Well, I guess so. Yeah, I mean, we'll we'll take a look, and then if all else comes to pass, what well, we need to talk to Scott Lost about this, okay? Because he is a founder of PWG. All right. So we got to see a show and talk about it because we live in Southern California and have not seen a PWG show. No. My, it's criminal. It is criminal. I was excited. And I love that banner. I love that wall scroll of that gorilla. Yeah, that gorilla looks like he's going to fight. Yeah, he's ready. Yeah, he looks like it's the Phoenix Suns gorilla that, you know, wants to bust out and get into wrestling. 
famously known for the PWG shows for being a dick and a jerk and a no good, no good Nick. Kevin Owens. Ooh, big fan of Kevin's Owens right now. Kevin's, Kevin's Owens. Kevin's Owens, my eyeballs. He might be the champion come Sunday. I'm excited. He's in the final four. I Look, it's exciting time for wrestling. <laughs> Speaking of wrestling, it's exciting time for it. Uh, yes. Maybe uh, you remember me. I'm your drunk dad. <laughs> and maybe you didn't remember to take out the trash. Yeah, because it's in your room now. I hope you like sleeping with the garbage. Because I do with your mother. Yeah. Shut up, Lorraine! <laughs> oh, wait, I'm gay. There's two of us. <laughs> oh. You're two drunk dads. You ready for us to drop you off at school? No? Too late. We're here. Teaching your math class. I'm a substitute teacher. And I've uh, my car smashed into the side of the building. Yeah. So he, we, we live here now. Yeah. I can't drive because of a prior drinking offense. Your other drunk dad drove me <laughs> into the side of the car. I mean the wall. With his car. Dinner's ready. <laughs> it's in the cafeteria. Yeah, go get it. Yeah. Bring me an apple. Yeah, and a roll. Yeah. Catch yourself a special... Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, Kevin Owens notorious for being just a, a real bastard at those shows. Like, really playing it up. And if you yell at him, he'd, he'd tear you down and put you in your place. But that's the kind of thing you want. That's something that's really missing. That's a good bad guy. And it continues on to this day, because the other night on Twitter, Melissa Joan Hart from Clarissa Explains It All, Sabrina the Teenage Witch, that cancer show with Joey Lawrence. The cancer show with Joey Lawrence? I assumed it was about him having cancer because he was bald. Blossom? He wasn't on. No, Joey Lawrence and Melissa Joan Hart are on a show together. Now? They were. Oh. I think it's called Melissa and Joey, and it's about him surviving cancer. Guys, oh. I'm just basing this off the billboard. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know about this. Um, yeah, she, she's been very successful and is a big wrestling fan. I didn't know that. I didn't either. But she follows us on Twitter, right? Yeah, I didn't I didn't realize she that. She follows me on Twitter, you on Twitter, and what, 38,000 no, other people? Like, t- yeah, it's like 20 or 200,000. I don't remember. I looked at it because we're, we're looking this up and seeing what happened and what she said and what Owen said. And it was some little back and forth that was very brief. She called out Owens for being a lazy wrestler. Jeez. And um, then he took offense to it and blocked her. And she's a fan. She's like, look, I just thought I called him out for being lazy. And uh, Xavier Woods and others stood with Kevin Owens and blocked her as well. So I guess I guess we're on your side, Melissa Joan Hart. You know, you're a wrestling fan and you, you want to say your piece. You know what? I don't know the, if the, I, everybody's I, acting like Taz right now. What's going on? Everybody's getting angry, but I want an explanation, Scott. I'm not going to say I stand with or against Melissa Joan Hart. Okay. But I want an explanation. Oh, hey, Sam. Hey, Scott. Good to see you. So, Sam, what brings you here? Uh, I just thought I'd come in through the window and let you know. Melissa Joan Hart, super sorry about what happened. Sam, normally you don't explain it all. No, Clarissa does. Right, and now you've come in through the (laughs) the Curtain Jerks Comedy Podcast Network window here. Quite timely, I might add. Oh, yeah. (laughs) You didn't miss a beat. (laughs) And now you have something to say? Yeah, Melissa Joan Hart is like, seriously sorry, guys. For, I mean, what does she have to be sorry about? Yeah, I'm sure. Uh, talking to Kevin Owens like that and saying she's lazy. 
She meant Kevin Owens the character's lazy, and Kevin Steen the wrestler is a real workhorse. They just said that the character, then they put him on TV, was just lazy writing. Sam, I, you know, I think it'd be better if Melissa Joan Hart were to say that. You saying that, I don't know if I quite buy it. I mean, I know you guys are close friends and everything. And oh you work man, together. this is getting super intense. I better use my powers to freeze time. Um, Sam, you're just you're just holding your fingers together right now. What? Yeah, time's not frozen here. My clock's going. Um, I'm moving. Uh, I'm speaking. You can hear me. Oh man, my other blonde friend from another uh, another world, Zach Morris, out of this world. She oh. could freeze time with her fingers. So not Zach Morris, who calls for a timeout. And no, that's time? Saved by the Bell. I know. From Riverdale. What, what are you talking No, Riverside. Out of this world. Burt Reynolds was her dad and talked to her through a crystal. Oh, Evening Shade? No, that's Evening Shade. <laughs> oh, right. So, yeah, sorry that you're not able to freeze time right now. And What were you going to do when you froze time? Oh, man, I was going to blast an Alex Mack in your face. What the hell is that? <laughs> Nothing. Google it. Uh, what's a Google? <laughs> Look, Sam, you may be coming from a different time. I'll say, when's Pearl Jam going on tour again? Uh, maybe soon? I don't know. Anyway, Pearl Jam sounds like it's a euphemism for an Alex Mack. I don't know what that is. She's a teenage girl who got spilled on with a bunch of toxic waste and she could turn into a big glob of jizz. What? Is that like Toxic Avenger? No, it's like Alex Mack. She's got a secret world. Google it. Whatever that is. <laughs> Look, um, you might be in the wrong universe right now. You're stepping into the wrestling universe, the WWE universe. You seem to be stuck in the Clarissa Explains It All universe. Sam. You mean the Attitude Era? Uh, was it? I guess. I think it might have been the, the the next generation, the new generation era. I don't know, 90s? Yep, I don't think it was late 90s, because when I remember watching you, I wasn't 18 years old. Well, what if I got a Capri Sun, a Bop It, and one of those Slip It things and said, Hey, how do you do? Hey, dude. Look, I think you're out of place right now. This is this is really bizarre. You're talking about Kevin Owens and Melissa Joan Hart apologizing. You're right. Look, Melissa Joan Hart was totally sorry about calling Kevin Steen lazy. She meant that the writing was lazy about Kevin Owens. Okay. Oh man, this is blowing my mind. It's really like I'm trying to top the Astro Crag here. <laughs> uh look, you just you seem to be really dizzy and confused about what's going on all around you right now. Can I borrow some quarters for Nick Arcade? Uh Look, Nick Arcade, I... I, I double dare that you can't do that on television! Look, um, I don't want to burst your bubble, Sam, but you're not where you're supposed to be right now. I'll say, I haven't blasted anybody in the face with some gack! <laughs> um, that stuff doesn't hold up well over time. I can, Believe you me, it turns into... You gotta keep it in the freezer! <laughs> Look, Sam, I, I think you better go before it's too late and you get closed off to your universe forever. Hey, thanks, man. I appreciate it. I'll tell Rufus you said hi. You talked over your little outro there. Bye, Sam. Take your ladder with you. Oh, he could have been in Money in the Bank. Oh, what a wonderful wrestling connection. Yes, it was found. Uh, I love Clarissa Explains It All. I liked it a lot.
I remember I watched a lot, and I don't know if it necessarily spoke to me. It it spoke definitely to me. It was a girl speaking specifically to me. She wasn't talking to everybody else, Scott. Clarissa was explaining it all to me. Clarissa explains it to Steve. Yeah. Hmm. I know everybody's clamoring for her. I know Wrestling Compadres is trying to get her on the podcast. I know After Buzz is trying to get her on their podcast. Are you fucking around, or are you for real? I'm for real. Like, yeah. I, from that thing that happened that night, like... Everybody, I think everybody was totally unaware. Like, whoa, she's a fan? Come, come, come on our show. Come on our show. Talk Man, about maybe what Maybe we should have tried to get Melissa Joan Hart on the show before Sam started talking about blasting people in the face. It would have been a good move, but, you know, we just, we were talking about it, not doing about it. Uh, look, hey, sometimes when you're just talking about it stuff, Sam just shows up. I mean, hey, we could have gotten Stephen Amell. We knew he was a fan way before everybody else did. And, you know, then he goes and wrestles and ruins it for everybody. Uh, I think the worst part is when he killed his son by accident when the wealthy magistrate came to town and put an apple on his son's head. Oh, my God. He's got to get out of town. Yeah. He's got to get out of Keystone City? <laughs> Star City? Uh, I think it's Keystone City. Ah, uh, yes. Ha-ha. Um, yeah. Stephen Amell, Melissa Joan Hart. Mr. Belding, there are people. There are celebrities in this world. Famous TV uh, Mr. actors. Mr. Belding, the original Lex Luthor, guys. <laughs> I think we all saw Saved by the Bell knew what was up. Hey, so, hey, yeah. hey, what is going on in here? <laughs> TV people like wrestling. Seems like movie people not so much. Is that fair to say? I thought Jack Nicholson was like a raw fanatic. Jack Nicholson? Yeah, I'm serious. Gotta get those Bellas in here. Yeah. <laughs> Like, I heard it was Lakers games and, uh, and Raw. Yeah. All those Raws that he never went to. He doesn't have to go. He watches at home from a mountain of cocaine. So he knows Lakers. That's the experience going live. But Raw, it's all in the production and TV. Well, I think, honestly, the big deal is you don't put a, you don't put a rail in front of Jack. You don't do it. You gotta, he's got to be able to jump in that action whenever he feels like it. That's true. Yeah, you don't rail Jack. No. Jack rails you. <laughs> Jack does rail you. Especially if your name's Lara Flynn Boyle. Whoa. Yeah. 90s reference again, maybe. That was a good one. Or early 2000s. I don't know. It's time for Jerk Tweets. Follow us on Twitter at Curtain Jerks and send us your hashtag Jerk Tweets. Melissa Joan Hart. Do it. Um, at Disturbed ON3 says, uh, I think the Simpsons character that would be... Uh, the monorail salesman is Paul Heyman. Oh, brilliant. See, that's what we were talking about last week of all the Simpsons characters and who they've been wrestling. That's a good one. Was that a uh, Phil Hartman? It was. Yeah. It and was. it was a Conan O'Brien written episode. I remember. That's why it's so good. Batman's a scientist. <laughs> uh, uh, let me see here. Rouselmania says, if you could swap bodies with the WWE diva, how long would you stand in front of a mirror before getting on with your normal life? I feel like we've kind of answered this before, but now this is the passage of time. Like, I mean, Steve's I the fabulous, always... the fabulous moolah. I'd want to see how, how every see how every year has changed my life. It's like looking at the center of a tree trunk and just seeing, ooh, this was the industrial revolution, and this was the locomotive, and just really see what my life is and how it's been. See, I mean, they're they're obviously the divas knockouts female wrestlers in general are very very gorgeous with the exception of whatever wrestlemania or survivor series it was the rumble that we watched with all those moms that what? 
Remember we watched a oh like Rock and Robin and yeah like there were a couple and the other ladies that well, back in the day I think it was like hey can we push you out of a moving car and be like if the answer is yes they let you wrestle yeah like they, uh, they, they probably also did a shit ton of training they weren't super hot ladies then and now the bar is set and same for the guys like now the guys Ooh. are fucking Adonises but I think back in the day that's like you'd spend <laughs> you'd wrestle for a couple months and you'd go back to your job at the at the uh, the flower shop mm-hmm. So, uh, I was going to call it the botany shop, but I suppose no one calls it that. I imagine if I were any current WWE diva, I'd be in front of the mirror for probably two days. What? Are you going to order a pizza? No, Steve. I'm a WWE diva. Pizzas just show up. All right. That's what I like to hear. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it, it would be, it would be an exorbitant amount of time. Because they're very beautiful, and I don't know when this gift would go away. When when I just when I wake up or when I vice versa back, and she's like, "Oh my god, I was this six foot five pasty skinny white guy," and I looked in the mirror for two minutes and I kept throwing up, and finally I'm back to my gorgeous self. Six foot five? <laughs> That's what I yell from across the way. No, it's all gone. <laughs> it's all gone. And Chandler Koenig, Chandler Koenig says, I got my tickets for WrestleMania 32. Are you and Steve going? If so, see you there. Ooh. That's the plan, uh, barring any unfortunate financial situation. <laughs> yeah, that could be a big issue. Yeah. Um, but that's the plan. I, I hope that we can go. For God's sakes, they have 100,000 seats they're trying to fill. They need us there. They need I know. all of us there. Honestly, Scott, I'm going to, if we go, I'm going to be pretty fucking terrified. I don't think I've ever been a place before. There's 100,000 anything. Yeah. I mean, it's, it, it feels like something you got to be I think there that's, for is that more than it. the Olympics, uh, like closing ceremony? I don't know. That's huge. That's like, it's astronomical. I grew up in Dallas. That's my hometown, specifically Carrollton, which is a city just outside of Dallas. But when you say it, it's just like, yeah, yeah, yeah I'm from Dallas. So everybody understands. And I want to go back. And there's no better reason to go back than for WrestleMania. And I know people from all over are going. Tom Anstey from Wrestling mm-hmm. says he's going to go. Mm-hmm. I'm sure there's some other UK people that are going to go. I'm sure the Kabadras are going to go. I'm sure people from all over are going to this show. I'm excited. It sounds awesome. They don't even have a champion right now. The whole show seems to be up in the air, which is crazy. So, do you want to go? I do want to go. I want to go. I'm just scared, Scott. You're scared of the, all the people? Yes. You're scared that that's possibly... Um, a terrorist target? Yes. And also 100,000 boobs will be around you? Uh, 200,000. And 50,000 dicks? Well, no, I don't think it's going to be 100,000 women there. Look, a lot's going to change in 2016, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> that's Yeah, that that is, that is potentially... 50,000 dicks all in one place and 100,000 balls. Yeah. Yeah. And that's not even the performers' dicks and balls. They don't count those, Steve. Scott, look, I don't want to blow your mind, but get ready. Everybody's got butts. And they <laughs> oh, poop, no. And they poop out of them. And I'm not, gonna, I'm not fucking with you. I am not even fucking with you right now, okay? Everybody's got a butt. Unless they lost their butt in some sort of tragic debutting accident. Steve, you just scared me now. Because you made me think, how does the plumbing and toilets work for 100,000 people shitting? How does it work for 70,000 people, Scott? 
Steve, that's... And you add 30,000 people to that, and, like, that's one... When, that's a tipping point. We're talking one bad batch of Carrollton chili that got delivered to the arena, and we're talking just, like, Independence Day, but up instead of down. But up. Yeah. Oh, my God. 100,000 people shitting in one place with all the plumbing connected. Texas is going to flood with shit. Shitamania. I'm sorry. It's it's astronomical. Oh my it's god. It's astronomical. I can't handle this. I, uh, Chandler. I, I think I'm too scared to go now. Oh, I'm I'm terrified. Don't worry, Chandler. We'll brave it. We'll brave the butts. Hmm. No, this really terrifies me now. I'm really scared. I think honestly, whenever I get anxious or I'm sort of stressed about something. I like I just calmly take a breath and I think and I look around and I'm like, like everybody's got butts and even if they're sexy or some of them are weird and dumpy or some of them are in between or somebody's missing a cheek I mean no matter what everybody's got a butt and in one some special way that's funny and weird and it's worth remembering that all right everybody's got a butt yeah Steve's new children's book coming soon <laughs> try it whenever you're getting stressed or weirded out just remember everybody's got a butt and as you think of it it's really gonna it's gonna really narrow not narrow it's gonna even the playing field like just anxiety wise it's not working <laughs> oh no you've got to be in a place where you can see a ton of butts oh okay yeah. all right okay yeah like a glass bottom boat no a glass bottom butt <laughs> yeah <laughs> uh terrible james bond philip it's one of the worst, really. Yeah. Roger Moore just brings down everyone. Mm-hmm. Hey, did you see Spectre yet? I did. Oh, I liked it. Okay. Uh, it wasn't. It didn't blow my mind. I like for me. I feel like every other James Bond movie is kind of a letdown, but I still really enjoy it. What did you think of Batista? I thought he was great. He steals the movie. Yeah, he's really good in it. I wish he talked more. I know that's like totally against the point of him, but I just mm-hmm. wish he talked more. When he fights James Bond in that train. He looks bigger than the width of the train. Yeah. It looks like he cannot fit in there. No, it looks like the Hulk fighting not the Hulk. It's 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 uh <laughs> it's very much like the fight scene in spirit of the uh Kevin Nash as the German in the Oh in you the mean Punisher the Punisher? Movie. Yeah. Yeah. In, in the Thomas Jane version. Mm-hmm. That fight scene in the Punisher is the only good thing about that whole movie, and it's Kevin Nash and Thomas Jane destroying each other. Yeah. And that is the same thing in Spectre. It's Batista and uh, Daniel Craig just destroying each it's other. It's awesome. It's really awesome. It was really cool. All right, I'm glad you saw it. Yeah, I'm glad I saw it too. I'm, I'm a little bummed if it's the worst last Daniel Craig one. It's weird because they set up a lot for a continuation. Yeah, but they also try to wrap it up at the same time. It's very strange. It's very strange. Um, yeah, and uh, well, almost a conspiracy, one would say. I don't know if it's a conspiracy. I don't know, because Daniel Craig got really weird on the press tour on it. Were you guys talking about conspiracies? Uh, Jesse the Body Ventura, what are you doing here? Don't undermine what I do here. Don't act like it's some sort of cartoon bit. Like it's some sort of Hannah and Barbera that are a part of the Illuminati, bringing us prehistoric characters and characters from the future in which we don't evolve as human beings. Jesse Ventura, I apologize. I didn't make to make, I didn't mean to make light of the fact that you're here ladies and gentlemen please welcome jesse the body ventura for our segment that we have at the end of sometimes of our show the conspiracy minute with jesse the body ventura i bring wrestling conspiracies into the light what did i just say what did i just say 
I said, welcome to the Wrestling Minute with Jesse the Body Ventura. Yes, but in, the, in, in terms of wrestling, sometimes you have to reemphasize the point to let people know and get the segment over. Like a good promo, repetition is there. Repetition is there. Yes. Repetition is there. <laughs> Very, that is a wonderful way to make it. Repetition point. is there. Yes, repetition is there. Don't. I can't Play participate. It out. I can't participate. You already said it in the first place, and you don't have enough gravitas to carry it on. All right. Well, Mr. Ventura, thank you for joining us. I was us. a former governor of Minnesota. This is true. This is true. Don't undermine me. I'm not. I'll raise your taxes. I know people. Don't. Please don't. Please don't. Now, Mr. Ventura, is it strange that the way that Spectre is left, that it is somewhat strange that they're trying to wrap things up while also pushing a continuation of the James Bond franchise? I find this strange that we're talking about wrestling conspiracies and then you want to talk about James Bond as though some, you're some sort of spy, perhaps for the U.S., that you're going to infiltrate and uh, figure out what exactly is going on in England these days and perhaps try and start World War Three. Well, I won't allow it. I won't have any piece of that on my American soil. All right, Mr. Ventura, fair enough. What is a wrestling conspiracy right now that you feel has wide-reaching concerns for the entire wrestling community? Seth Rollins' knee. Oh, of course. We're talking about the... uh he does that front flip to go into a powerbomb against Kane. This was on the UK tour. Yeah, she gets injured in Ireland. Yes. Of all places where it's not televised. That, that somehow a non-televised event, someone gets injured. There was someone on the grassy knoll, if you know what I'm talking about. Well, I believe the Emerald Isles, Ireland, that would be the knoll, correct? There was an assassination attempt on Seth Rollins in Ireland. There was a gunman in the audience, and he shot at Seth Rollins and missed the target, which was the head or the heart, which is the way to kill one of your one of your targets. But no, did they missed. Treat, did they teach you that in the Navy SEALs? Of course, they taught me that in the Navy Shield. I can't tell you everything that I learned there okay. because that is top secret information. All right. But he was shot in the knee and was taken out. Now, and he's no longer champion now as you, a result. Do you think that the suspects are the people that are now participating in the World Heavyweight Championships uh, Survivor Series culmination tournament that's happening right now? I think it's fairly obvious who the culprit was who's not able to hit the head or the heart. Well, it's a very short subject indeed. Kalisto. Kalisto? Uh, Kalisto. Uh, now, is he still in the running for this tournament? As of this point, no, he is not. But clearly, he got a spot in the tournament, which was absurd because he's a very little man and who cannot aim very high and shot Seth Rollins in the knee and therefore got himself a chance for the WWE world title. Now, this was against Del Rio, correct? His Callisto was mad. He originally fought Ryback. Okay. He defeated Ryback to move on in the tournament. Quite an upset. Yeah. Quite an upset indeed. It was already an upset, the fact that he shot Seth Rollins. And then on top of that, he lost to Del Rio. Well, he is not... now out of the tournament, and he is now a gunman who's wanted by the law. If only the law knew the truth. Well, I mean, do you feel like this is going to somehow affect the overall tournament? Like, who's your pick for the tournament? Oh, my pick for the tournament, I like Dean Ambrose. That guy's unstable, but he knows the truth at the same time. That's cool. I like that. I'd like to see Dean Ambrose win as well. I don't want to see an uprising of America and Mexico with Mexico America. I don't care for that one bit. Borders are drawn for a reason. This is true. I... This land is my land. That land is your land. Get the hell off my land. Wow. 
Wow, strong words, Mr. Ventura. Strong words. Uh, do you, Are there any other matches you're excited for at Survivor Series? I'm excited for Paige and Charlotte. Oh, what a barn burner. It's very controversial at this point. Very controversial. Very big conspiracies talking about all these things about, oh, whether they brought up the flare uh, Reed Flair dying. Mm-hmm. Is that okay for women to talk about? In this sort of major angle at this point. But what people don't know is David Flair. David Flair is alive. This is true. People don't know this. Do you know this? Did I you know did, David I, Flair I is know alive? David people Flair. don't know that. It's a conspiracy. They all think he died with WCW. It's not true. David Flair's alive and well. I give him milk and cookies every every Christmas. Oh, do you dress up like Santa Claus or does David Flair dress up like Santa Claus? Neither of us dress up as Santa Claus because Santa Claus isn't real. That's a truth. You got to know those things. You can't lie to children. Yeah. That's a terrible thing to do is to lie to children every year. You're absolutely right. No, You're your absolutely. father's a hardworking man and he, he earned the money and bought all your gifts for you. There's no secret... Secret entity in the world presenting all these magically to you. I honestly, I be- I agree with you. I think there is something about teaching children the value of the dollar. Every Christmas, I show children that David Flair is a disappointment. He's the anti-Santa <laughs> Claus. He brings magic to no one. I, that I did not. Uh, I did not know that that was what happened. I give him milk and cookies and put him on a turnstile and what, have him just rotate so children can study and learn him. I thought he was a very intense wrestler. I thought he was fast. That was Crowbar. Crowbar was the money guy in that team. <laughs> All right. Well, Mr. Ventura, thank you for enlightening me with these uh, conspiracies and also your thoughts on Christmas. I appreciate There's it. There's always more to be learned. Crack open a book every so often. Stop watching wrestling so much. They're clouding your mind. Hey, Scott, what are you doing for Survivor Series? Uh, I might not be watching it as it's happening. Oh, oh. I think I have a date. Oh, yeah. <laughs> watching uh, TNA Live, huh? <laughs> well, <laughs> oh, I, <laughs> I see what you did there. <laughs> Great. She listens and doesn't understand what's going on, and then heard that and went, "What's going on?" Well, I hope no, that she doesn't listen. At I was all. about to say, I hope you send the MP3 to each of your uh, prospective dates before. You actually go out, so she gets a little feeling what the inside's like. No, the date- I, I did it again. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> the day was going very well, our, our first date, and then uh, we talked uh, wrestling for a bit, and I got the standard, like, isn't it all fake? Don't you know that it's all... And then I started to answer very calmly and very, um, you know, very clear-minded, and she did the, um, oh, no, 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 I mean, uh, I'm sure you know this already. I'm not attacking you or anything. It's like... Oh, it sounds like she likes you. And I went, it's all right. I've, I've answered this a lot. Honestly, so. I think you should start going, what? <laughs> oh, my. Oh, my God. It's it's fake. But not- that makes so much sense in terms of the programming that they're doing week after week. They're planning things for pay-per-views. This is incredible. That's where they get my money, son of Thank a you, bitch. Janine Gagangago. <laughs> And I'm glad you like men again. <laughs> um, yeah, so you won't be on a date. So uh, Where are you going? What are you doing? I don't know. Nothing's planned yet. Ooh. Going to go to my place and watch Survivor Series. I was about to say, homemade nachos does it every time. Uh, that, I think Survivor Series would not go over well. No, that's three hours. That's too much of a commitment. You got to do the, uh, you got to do the... Uh, 20th greatest finishers first. Oh, yeah. <laughs> start, start them slow so they know what they're... You gotta... Look, 
you don't want to read the glossary at the end of the book. You need to read the glossary first so you know what they're talking about. Exactly. What's an insiguri? Well, let me show you. No. <laughs> Find out what an insiguri is. Oh, God, she's is. unconscious. Let's do the show. Yeah. So, well, let's see. What is your plans for Survivor Series? I might be watching it with Mickey Gallier. He extended an invitation to me. It was oh, very good. nice of him. I, I do miss watching wrestling and eating Thai food. I think that's a great combination. Me too. So, I hope you enjoy it. Me too. Will you be sending out some tweets? Uh, hopefully. I when I when I get creative enough, I'll usually when I'm when I'm when watching. You are too creative. When I'm watching live, I'm always tempted to tweet, and then sometimes I'm like, "That's nah, not going to make any sense." And then I write <laughs> sometimes it. Sometimes I don't. And then I write it down in my journal. <laughs> but there are there are certain listeners that are like, "Ooh, that's a Steve one. <laughs> that speaks to me." <laughs> well, that's. All I really want for my career is to reach out to those people that are like, ooh, that one speaks to me. Well, you got to send it out there, buddy. All right. I'll do it. I'll do it. Well, that wraps us up here. Uh, 16 Bits Podcast. Podcast I do with Josh Callahan. Always fun. This week was no exception. Uh, We talk video games each and every week, and we have a bunch of goofy laughs over there. Uh, So check that out on iTunes and SoundCloud and 16bitspodcast.com. Wrestling Compadre Slamcast. It's official. I'm a compadre. Hey, congratulations. That's fantastic. They didn't say it on air or anything. Oh, no, no, no. They just told me off the air. And look, you're going to make it on that t-shirt any day now, Scott. They have a design ready and waiting. They got to sell enough t-shirts of the other kind to then put mine out there. I don't know why they're putting their logo on a blowjob smock. You guys should be on t-shirts. I like a good blowjob smock. (laughs) Look, I don't know why they people, those bibs, it's ridiculous. All you need is an oven mitt that you cut a hole in. I, hey, I totally agree with you, buddy. Yeah. So, yes, Wrestling Compadre Slamcast. It's a good time. We talk more wrestling there. If you want to hear me just yabber on more, I try and derail that show as much as I can. Hey, look, I think it's your job. And then, of course, After Buzz TV Smackdown. We're always talking about each and every Smackdown. Smackdown's picking up uh, the steam as of, as of late. Not tonight so much, but normally they've been doing a lot better. So if you want to hear us talking about that as well, that is also a good time. That is another show I try and derail as often as I can. Um... And then, of course, uh, I heard a little bit of news about Dave Man and Maze. They're splicing together some footage. I got to see a little bit of it myself. Oh, you did? I did. Well, I wonder what circumstances. Uh, the, uh, You know, the director, Bill Watterson, sent me some footage. Did you like what you saw? It's it's very surreal to see it. And, it is. And to see some music that's not, um, like, it's not pre-existing music. I feel like it's music that existed just for the movie. The cut of the movie that I saw. Very surreal, and it's super cool. And if you don't know about that, Dave Made Maze, go check it out. Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Uh, it's a movie that Steve Coe wrote. I I am in it. John Morrison of WWE fame is in it, as well as many, many other talented people. Uh, so go check out about that movie, and maybe more will be released in the upcoming uh, future. But you'll be the first to know if you know all about it right now. So for Curtain Jerks, I'm Scott Narver. I'm Steve Sears. Enjoy your wrestling, kids! You've just listened to another episode of Curtain Jerks. Oh, this is the time where you get all ten of your fingers. They've been uh, itching and ready to go this whole time. You're like, I'm going to wait to do this at the end of the podcast. I'm going to wait until the episode's done, and then I'm going to use these things. These things I call hands. Yeah, these things I call hands. uh, Not these biceps and glutes that uh, God has given me. But But activate them, too, so you can have a full use of your hands. Yeah, uh, clench up them butt cheeks when you go to soundcloud.com slash curtain jerks. Follow us. 
like the episode. Comment. Uh, comment during. You could. You should have been commenting during this episode. You can go and comment during other episodes because I'm sure you have all the time code marked in your head. Don't you hear the sounds that our voices make? You can comment on the weird noises we make. You can make weird noises of your own. You can write it down and make other people make weird noises by reading it. Yeah, it's, it's very interactive. You go on there. You can comment during your favorite parts of the show. You can comment during the parts of your show that you're like, oh, that was uh, quotable. And then you put it in quotes and you stick it up there. And if you're an aesthetics person, orange accents. Right? Orange is the new black, guys. <laughs> yeah, that's not going to be dated. <laughs> no way. No Jason way. Biggs. Jason Biggs. WCW champion if they're still around. Yeah, that's how it works. So it's the Orange is the new black WCW crossover. Jason Biggs is the new championship. That belt's almost as big as his head. It is, and even bigger than that is YouTube. I don't know if you guys have heard about this. It's pretty big. It's a big deal. It's videos online. You can watch pictures of cats moving. Mm-hmm. And you can watch Steve act like a cat on YouTube.com slash Curtain Jerks Podcast. You can see our predictions videos on there. You can see uh, our wrestler pronunciation manuals on there, our prediction videos. Uh, did I say that twice? <laughs> Meow. <laughs> <laughs> ah, shit. Uh, so it's all there, available for you. We've uh, got some new videos ideas. Videos ideas. Oh, this one's being thrown away. Uh, it'll get chopped up. Or it'll stay exactly the same. It'll be at the end of every episode until the end of time. Oh, please <laughs> throw that meteor down quick. <laughs> receive this transmission from the Comedy Podcast Network. For more shows, visit comedypodcastnetwork.com.